And now another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. That doesn't sound good. Paper shredder's jammed, but I think I fixed it. Oh, well, try shredding these $50 bills then. Seems like it's working. Mm, better try another 400 bucks. Stop. Instead of using money, use regular paper. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. Welcome to AGE Prison Talk, the people's podcast. Take a ride with Christian and B. Moore as they discuss the many challenges life has to offer. Reds and Mail hit the streets to give you an inside look into the lives of others through art, music, and, well, you'll see. Dream Child, our prison correspondent, shares his heart and soul as we raise the voices of many. This is Pure Gold, and it begins now. What's up, people? What up, guys? Welcome to AGE Prism Talk. I am Christian. And I'm B. Moore. And we are your hosts for this evening. <laughs> We're kind of always your hosts. Always your hosts, but... But whatever. whatever. Yes, I cut my hair, okay? What y'all think? What y'all think? Let me know. It's her fault. She made me cut it. <laughs> she did. She did. She made me Because cut you it. didn't get one thing, you had to get another, and it had to be that? I just needed to be... I'm going through a midlife crisis. But you know what, women? I understand y'all my sisters. Because I feel free as hell... Except for this morning, I did have to look for a comb and shit. I couldn't just do the little messy bun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, I got to put some mousse in this shit. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, but, but I'm going to let it grow back out. But <clears throat> it's crazy because I feel like in my journey in life, okay. God has been teaching me a lot of lessons. And one of them is being my authentic self. Okay. But I understood for a moment, like, oh, I want to say this and be offensive, but kind of what black women go through when they get perms. Okay. Like how it messes oh. up the texture of their hair, uh-huh. and then they miss the texture of their hair. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Okay. And that's kind of what happened to me. Not that I got a perm, but y'all know I dyed it red. Uh-huh. And it was either something with the bleaching or the coloring or something that messed up the texture of my hair. And it's like, I want it back. But now I just got to decide whether I'm going to leave it like this or not. Oh, yeah. Because <clears throat> it's like I'm kind of digging it. I feel like it still needs to be cut a little differently into like another little style or something. Mm-hmm. You know? Because mm. I feel like I look like the mushroom off of the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. The mushroom. Yeah. Mm. That's okay. Us, didn't I say that? No, I mean, no, no, no. You're right. So I do look like the mushroom? No. Uh-huh. You said I was right. Oh, God. You know what? You see what I go through with her? Yo. You know what I'm saying? First of all, I've only been awake for, what, 40 minutes now? I know. How many people did not <laughs> sleep last night? I did not have a good night's sleep. And it was so bad, right, because I was texting the love of my life. And she wasn't texting me back. <laughs> I was half asleep too. But I was like, I needed someone to keep me awake. Well, I was already awake. I just needed some entertainment. But uh, then I realized that there was an episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, see. Lord. Girl, and Fallon was acting a fool with her Medusa self. Oh. I watched The Real Housewives of Atlanta because I love candy. I don't even know if 
I don't even know if I like a celebrity that much that I just would watch a show that I didn't like just because that one person was on it. I really like Candy. I feel like a lot of people should be like her. Okay. You know? Like, I feel like she's a good role model. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why. Right. So, anyway. So, yeah, I'm a little tired myself because I think I had, like, three hours of sleep. Mm. But... Um, okay, so kind of explain, you know, recently we joined the Our Heart Radio family. Mm-hmm. And she over here eating something. Mm-hmm. Mini M&M's. Don't make no sense. No, these microphones pick up everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, you know, we've been kind, kind of expanding or growing. Growing. And how our shows are done and produced and now filmed and mm-hmm. all the other kind of stuff. But we're still new to all this. Right. <laughs> so I say that to say that we're going to work it out. And we're going to get it together. But, you know, we're on episode 23 now. And if you listen to episode 1 compared to episode 23, it's like a huge difference. Huge difference. <laughs> And now you guys get to see it. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Right, right, you're right. So, how was your day? It was fine. And again, a really good parking spot. And unfortunately, I forgot about this good parking spot. And I ended up... Going up the third flight of steps, and I didn't need to. <laughs> and then had to walk down. So, yeah, I had my duh moment. Uh, uh, okay. But honestly, other than that, my, no, my day was good, actually. It wasn't crazy busy. Mm-mm. Today was a good day. Okay. We'll take good days. Yeah. My day was okay. We had, like, a lot of drama over the weekend. There's always drama. In There's the always world. drama. Um, so today was like the repercussions. It's Monday. So on, y'all know how Mondays are. Mm. It's like dealing with the repercussions of everything that failed on Saturday. Right. And right, then, right. you know, they come to you and they're like, fix it. And you're like, I didn't break it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I just ain't going to be here to talk about them people. So did you get to see your brother yesterday? I did get to see my brother yesterday. Um, We... God, what time did I get out there? I got there about 6.40 okay. last night. And, like, it was warmer, but, man, when you got to the ocean front, it was a different, a little bit different story because the wind was blowing up real, blowing up. The wind was blowing really bad, and it was, like, a little bit cooler. Like, that wind would just kind of, you'd be like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, ooh. <laughs> It's a little, it's a little nippy. Your coochie statue. <laughs> so, um, but no, then we just went to this um, like outdoor bar kind of place okay. down at the um, strip. And um, I guess the reason why I brought up her brother is because he's in the military. Not anymore. Oh, so is that what it is? He's getting out the military. Yeah. But you won't see him for a while. Right. Because okay. he don't live here no more. Yes. The only how I saw him soon as he told me he was going in the navy. I said, okay, you eventually come to Virginia. Right. That's just a matter of time. And sure enough, this was like one of the first places he was stationed. So where is he going back to? Uh, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Everybody goes to Georgia. Georgia. 
Georgia. So, <laughs> so Friday we kind of had a conversation, a really weird conversation. Me and you? Yeah. Like, we started off talking about, I don't remember you're how. Ta- you talking about when we were recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if it was like a recorded conversation or if it was like a real conversation that we had. I recorded conversations. Like me, in person. <laughs> I know. I know, but see, I just, I don't know how to different, I don't know the word to use different to you right now. Okay. But somehow we end up talking about rape. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And I don't know how we, oh, because I was talking about men could get raped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, the reason I brought it up is because um, people were interested in their conversation. Oh. And not so much that they were interested. I guess, I guess the thing that people find unique about our show is that we bring up topics that most shows don't bring up. And that one of us is always going to play devil's advocate. And in that situation, it was you. I know. And it was you that other time when we were talking about the unnecessary proposal. Right. Mm. It really, I mean, mm-hmm. I still say go to Florida, girl. <laughs> there are hospitals everywhere. <laughs> and they are always hiring. And you just little stack your little money up. No. But, okay, so I remember I was telling you guys about a friend of mine that was, like, really annoying. That's really not a friend no more. Got to kick them to the curb. I said my condolences to him this week. <laughs> I did the right thing, and I said my condolences. Uh, oh, oh, you did? I did. And he responded and said, thank you. And I blocked him again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I felt like it was the right thing to do. No, definitely. Even though people... I mean, is it okay mm. to cut people out of your life forever? Why not? Why Why is it that people need to be in your life? I mean, look, I'm asking the question, but I had a whole funeral for my brother, his wife, and their two kids. <laughs> I cremated them and everything, child. You know? Like, I officially killed off my you, brother. You did. Right. And I mean... And, no, and, and, and I say nothing, that not, people need to be cut off for your sanity. It's about you. It ain't got right. more than anything. I and mean, I it is like, about them, but it's more about you. When it came down to me and my brother, we're just so different. He doesn't agree with my lifestyle. I kind of feel they're hypocritical. So it came to the point where he had to die. <laughs> he had to die. I did the eulogy. I fried the chicken. I sent the hymns. Ooh, chicken. You know what I'm saying? I was getting it in at the funeral. Unfortunately, I was the only one there. And they're really not dead people. They're alive. But in my world, they don't exist no more. But with that said, I wish them the best in their lives. And I hope that, um, mm-hmm. you know, that they can just, I don't know, just be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Find out whatever it is they need to make them happy. But... I don't think that's a bad thing. People tell me I'm wrong for that. And it's like, am I wrong? You know, my mom always says, like, that's your family. That's your brother. That's all you have. But I'm like, it's not. (laughs) It's really not. Because if that's all I have, that doesn't say much. Right. I don't got nothing. I ain't got shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'd be hungry. And everybody deserves to have supportive people in their lives. And if you aren't a supportive person, then they shouldn't be in your life. Right. And you don't have to agree with everything I do or everything I say. But But that don't mean you got to act like you don't agree with what. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know where she's going with that. (laughs) You don't got to act like you don't agree with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You ain't got that. Okay. Just like somebody told me that just because I was mad that you was leaving didn't mean that I should act like I'm mad because you leaving. Uh, And I was like. (sighs) Okay. So I wanted to move back to New York. (laughs) And I got a few job offers. And it was happening really, really quickly. And I was supposed to start these jobs on the 12th. Of April. Of April. <laughs> and I lined up an apartment. Because, this see, that's what I'm good at. Like, I'm good at, like, being spontaneous in that kind of way. Like, I will uproot quick as a bitch. And just have things lined up. I don't think most people people could do that the way I can. I mean, probably not because, you know, it's just you. But she was really, really mad at me, so I stayed because of her. Mm, anyway, so, yeah, so I was told just because I felt a certain way don't mean I should be acting like it. And I was like, how... And which is good advice. Whoever gave you that advice is just a very intelligent, smart human being. I'm not saying that he's not. And I'm not saying that he wasn't wrong, that he was wrong. I'm just saying, how do you tell a person to turn off something that they can't help? But why were you so angry? I wasn't angry. You disappointed? I mean, I don't know. I just didn't understand, like... I was. I have abandonment issues, okay? But I wasn't abandoning Yeah. You, you felt like I was? Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand that. I don't have abandonment issues because I don't have no friends. <laughs> and as you... I mean, and how many of my friends do I even see this much? <laughs> look, look. It's just and, you. And I done killed off my brother, so y'all know I ain't got abandonment issues. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe that's just something I'll never understand. But but the agreement was, AGE Prison Talk listeners, that she's going to help me to start living. So I'm going to hold her to that. I mean, it's still a scary time because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's getting better with these vaccines and things. Or maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't watch the news. Me neither. <laughs> it's so depressing. It's like every time you watch the news, somebody's getting killed, somebody's getting stabbed. Some tragedy somewhere. Right. Like I know these things happen, but like the way my anxiety works, I don't want I can't see it or I'm start worrying about it. If and if it's, it's if it's happening, if it's happened over there, it could happen here. And see me, I'm just different. My thing is like I always tell you, I can't phantom the things. Like, I feel like 
I could turn your ass into a toad if I knew the right spell. Now that I believe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. Like I want to be like Pipo on Charm, mm-hmm. where you just blow people up and there's no messy cleanup. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, no messy. You get cool. tired of that. It's just like, Ugh. even though you ain't supposed to do it for personal gain or whatever. I listened, but like I can fathom I that before like the hatred that goes on in this world. Mm. It's like how are, how is that that much hate in a person? Mm-hmm. Like you don't hate me because of my gender, my sexual orientation, the color of my. Skin. Again, my bomb ass eyes, these sexy lips, this gorgeous hair. Oh, oh, oh. oh my bad. I got a little person over there. <laughs> but I mean, you just hate them for no reason. I'm just trying to find the horn. My cheekbones. What horn? The one that you was too. Oh, oh. I toot my own horn. Well, guys, we're actually going to get off this video. We're going to go and finish recording our podcast. Yeah. Um, Make sure you check us out. Our Heart Radio, Spotify, mm-hmm. Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. Audible, mm-hmm. and some other places. <laughs> Facebook, so, YouTube. Oh, yes. Make sure you... um. What you supposed to do? Follow. Like. Like. Follow. follow subscribe. One of them things do on Facebook. To, yeah, because when we get ready to do our contest, remember that's how you're going to win. Right, and we're actually going to give it away very, very soon because our sponsors are like, you just been holding on to this $1,000. And I was trying to keep it, but they ain't going to let me. They ain't going to let me. But I didn't get my STEMI yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. So anyway, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for supporting us. We will see you shortly. All right. Well, we won't see you, but you will hear us in the podcast world. Mm -hmm. All right. Be easy. What's going on, sir? What's going on? God bless. Thank you for having me on PGA Prison Talk. AGE AGE Prison Talk, excuse me. Yeah, what's happening, bro? Taking it one step one day at a time. My name is Ronnie Clarence Hidden. My name is Ronnie Clarence Hidden. Okay. 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 Tell you this testimony the best way I can with the help of the Holy Spirit. Come from. I'm listening to you. Okay, uh, come from Greensboro, North Carolina. My mom's from Rocky Mountain, and we came to North of Virginia. And the devil tried everything he could to. When my mother had a C-section with me in Greensboro, North Carolina. And my life got spared by the mercy and rich grace and compassion of God. And she brought us to Norfolk to Grand Depart where we grew up at, at the age of six or seven years old. And they wind up getting me for a rape case. 
Oh shit! Not, not a skin charge. Yeah. And not me living in the street and being homeless for a long time. To make a long story short, God already knew the devil had a trap for me, but I couldn't see it because I was running after everything but the right thing, doing what God wanted me to do. So God allowed me to come in captivity, and I've been in prison now 26 years. And the court knew this, but God has been good to me. I'm getting ready to turn 6 to October the 26th. Okay. And, God, and God's grace has been good to me, unmerited favor, undeserved. But I like the world to know that you got to depend on God. I depend on myself so long, being homeless, doing drugs, out there on the streets, running, people living, eating out the trash can. I've seen a whole lot of I ran so far, God said, wherever you running, I'm already there. So, I need to get aboard. I abandoned his son, Jesus Christ, since his death. How long have you been been in that world? Ever since before I came to prison, I've been out there for about 25, 20, about 23, 24 years. Because I'm almost 20, 20 some years out there. And, you know, living in Park Place. I've grown up with, with Pernell Whitaker, Sweet Peter Boxer, who passed away, uh, Powerhouse Mike, and Bruce Smith. I went to school with him, football player. He's in the Hall of Fame. I had yeah. to fight him every day. I had to fight him every day. You know, but God. Oh. Uh, yeah. He, uh, I said, that's a big boy there, Bruce Smith, man. Come on. Man. He was a, he was the bully in school. He used to take people money. But I had to fight him every day. <laughs> and if I see him today, he'd probably look at me and say, oh, man, not him again. Because every day we had to fight. But oh, God, man. Go I mean, ahead. you know, um, you have some questions you'd like to ask? Yeah, indeed, man. I mean... So I want to go back to this skin charge. How do you even? How they put you in that type of situation? So we well, they uh knew. They just knew from uh life history. There's in the computer now that Coca-Cola plant laid me off, and petrochemistry on that construction. They knew I had a mental illness. They didn't want me working for them, so they laid me off and kept it a secret, but my life history is in the computer. So Satan knows that I'm going to go back out there and start stealing and doing drugs. My, I lost my baby brother, an older brother, baby sister, an aunt, a cousin. I lost a lot of people in my family, but they all were saved. They right with God. I right. God said, you know, preacher man, I put before you death or life. I'd rather you choose life than death. The choice is up to us. And I have to make some decisions. Now, when uh, the test started 26 years ago, and reading his word in Romans 12, 2, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I have to renew my mind for 26 years. And I'm getting ready to turn 60, and God's still been good to me because I'm still here. we all still here. So we got a story to tell. We just got to let the world know God, if you be, you be for me, who can be against me? 
Great is he that is in you, than he that is in the world. First John 4, 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, from the word of God. Oh, man. See, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't cracked my Bible in, in a little while now. So, I don't know him by heart like that. Well, that's okay. It's a good time to start now. God says, faith without works is dead. Works without faith is dead. So, I have to get in the Word of God. So, Reds, what you got for him, Reds? Are you are uh, spiritual? Are you a Christian yourself? Yeah, I'm a spiritual. I want to call myself a Christian, though. You are yeah, I'm a Christian. A, I'm a spiritually inclined and religious, should I say, even though I, I grew up going to Catholic church and school. I went to well, school I found out for Pet Up School. Well, uh, I found out that uh, religion is a relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and being born again like Creflo Dollar. I listened to Bishop T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, George Meyer, and George Meyer give it the best, man. And Okay, okay nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I learned a lot from them. I've been watching them since I've been incarcerated, and they taught me a lot, and they go on TBN. And you got this thing now. The Bible is your healing medicine. The Bible will keep you together. Even though you had difficult days, even though tornado season is coming to my address, if Jesus is with you, he, he told everything when he was on the water. Peace be still. And everything came to a cease. God is in the boat. Jesus is in the boat with us. So the water ain't going to come over inside the boat. And the disciples, oh, Lord, do you not care that we perish? But Jesus said, oh, ye a little faith, I'm in the boat with you. He's in the boat with me. He's in the boat with you where you are at. He got his hands on you and your family. Because everything is done by faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. God is a rewarder. He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. And right. Faith comes. Hmm? Huh? I said right. But faith comes by hearing. In other words, I got faith in my eyes, spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, and a spiritual mouth. But if you don't speak the word of God with your mouth, your faith ain't gonna get strong. You gotta speak it night and day. Joshua so, one eight. So this is why they call you preacher man. Yeah, that is in my pre-center report. About me being called preacher man. The lawyer found out that that would they called me on the street in the Pop Place area, North of Virginia. I got, I got I got something for you, preacher man. What's that? It's called What We Believe, and it's kind of short and sweet because I'm one of the writers on the podcast. Uh, here, we, here we go. No matter what God you believe in, there can only be one. Whether you believe he's Catholic, Christian, or Muslim, even the atheist believes in something. What can be proven to some is fiction because when you believe in yourself, you don't need religion. What if the wine shed was laced with poison and parasites filled the cup because we don't always see symptoms? But they can still cause infections because when bread is molded, all it takes is a crumb. The breadcrumb trail was made for dummies with weak stomachs because food for thought has substance. 
when the blind leads the blind followers are led to nothing but you won't get ahead of yourself if you walk before you run because when you choose water chase waterfalls rain is the outcome we make a fool out of ourselves when we make assumptions you got to take notes to prepare for what's to come because you can't change your answers once it's said and done what will you say when your demons are confronted because you never find treasure when it's about to hunt or base your life off a fixed income? You got to know you're worth more than a lump sum of luck. Lock yourself in to help function because triple six wasn't always bad numbers. Hey, I, yeah. I, like, that what you, I like that what you said there. Gospel. said, I am doing I'm kind of breaking up here. No one comes to the Father but self and by and through me. Jesus is my channel bridge to God. I received Christ into my heart when I was, since I've been down 26 years now, and I take it one step, one day at a time. He gives me the strength. He gives me boldness, confidence, and courage. The more I speak God's word, that confidence and boldness and courage get even stronger. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. And when I hold on to God's unchanging hands and keep my eyes, I like to sit at the feet of the Godhead family. When I sit at the feet of the Godhead family in the word of the living God, because the word of God is active, it's powerful. God's word never failed. He would sustain and uphold me and carry us all through life difficulties. He said long-suffering tribulations are part of the package. You're going to deal with some hard, tough decisions. But walk in righteousness. I have access in Jesus Christ's name. I can do all things to keep my focus on him. Don't swear to the left. In righteousness, encouraging others because God said even your worstest enemies, even the courtroom, the lawyer, the judge, the commonwealth attorney, I still got to love them and I still got to pray for them even though they had no evidence. They had nothing to put me away. But one thing about it all, Jesus, God is standing on the right side saying, trust me, I know how to get you through life situation. You don't. You're trying to do things without me. You're trying to depend on yourself. And when I try to depend on myself, running behind my idol gods, out there on the drugs, stealing, and you know, and God like, what are you doing? Yeah, you can't get by with that. No, I can't get by with that. And I OD at my mother's kitchen table. They called the paramedics. God said, Ronnie, what I have for you is for you. But there's something that I can do for God can't nobody else do. There's something you can do can't nobody else do. It, that's for every man and woman on the face of the earth. I created you for my purpose. I knitted you in your mother's womb. You had nothing in this conception. I first loved you and saved you because down the road, you didn't know that I would use the Holy Spirit speaking through you right now on this telephone. It's not me talking to you, Ronnie Clarence Hayden. It's the Holy Spirit inside me. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. First John 4, 4. See, we kind of decrease ourselves and tell who's really speaking. 
when we gossip, who is you bragging on? On the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or are you bragging on yourself? You bragged on yourself all your life when you were out there living the homeless life. It was all about you. But now I had to put you to your face in captivity in prison to get your attention. Get up in that life. I'm not going to force you to serve me. You serve me when you don't. And you know judgment that where you're going to go. But God, hold up. You're going to send me to hell. No, your disobedience, rebellion here. I sent my son, I sent myself, I sent the Holy Spirit to die for everybody. Oh. You going to work, man. I, I didn't go on to work. The Holy Spirit used me to go to work. But I'm always going to de- decrease preaching, man, and tell it's the Holy Ghost. The same spirit that was in Christ. That same spirit that was in Christ is in all of us, billions of saints all over the world. That is the same Holy Ghost right now, alive, active, powerful. He's working all the time. And when you keep yourself in his presence, I'm, I'm getting tired of eating commissary because... Jesus said, I'm that true bread that came down from heaven. Your father ate manna in the desert. They're all dead. They're still in the grave. But Jesus, let me tell you this. My grave is empty. I'm proof that I'm on the right side of my father. I'm the one who gave my life. I'm the one who came down from heaven. I'm the one who created everything from the stars to the highest mountains when the ocean praised God, when the trees praised God. Everything has breath. Psalms 34 says, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. And he said, while it's day or night, meditate, confess, and speak God's word continuously. Hey, man, peace be with you, brother. Hey, let A.G.E. hear your name one more time, bro. Huh? Let me hear your name. Ronnie Clarence Hidden. You got a you got a uh, a outdate? How? Huh? Do you have an outdate? A home a date? Outda- a parole date? Yeah. No, I'm going up for jury active parole. I'm on God's time, and they let me go by when I turn six to October the twenty sixth. That's when I'm supposed to go for jury active parole. Oh, all right, all right. Because so, uh, man. You know, a good man stepped for order by the Lord. He got me. He said, I got you in the palm of my hand. Who can pluck you out? I'm for you. The Lord made to get delivered with Jesus. And when I do, I can count it all joy and give the credit to God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. But God is good. Love and thank you. All right. Hey, Reds. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to need you to go ahead and conclude this for me, bro. Y'all keep being faithful men like y'all are, and God got a call on y'all lives and your family lives. Take praying or anoint your family. I mean, get up in the Word of God like you never did, and I tell you, it's my chicken, it's my fish, my collard greens, and chitlin and reels. Everything you pray for, giving thanks to God is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. You can eat whatever you desire to eat. God said, I made it, Peter. Don't call it uncommon, unclean. 
I made it. God see it. What about what God see and Jesus see in the living word of God? That there is going to carry you through anything in life that you want. He is for us. And Satan cannot touch you. Satan don't want a man or woman of God speaking the word of God. You know how many promises in the book in the Bible? 8,630 promises of the living word of God. And God said, "You, why would you speak condemnation? Why would you listen to the opinion of my amazing facts? Just trust me and speak it. Just do what I call you to do in Jesus' name. There's power in the name of Jesus. When you call on that name there, all your troubles will leave you. And Jesus said, just call me, and I'm right there. I'm always been with you. When you thought, when you were looking all around, I'm right there inside of you, dwelling in you, richly. So do it my way instead of your way. And when you do it my way, I'm going to uphold you. And you know what? I see you and your family and the other brother that's speaking to me today in heaven. I see y'all in paradise. God bless y'all. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. But I got some uh, things I'm going to give to him for y'all, and he'll get it to y'all. Okay. And I just thank God for y'all. It's good to meet brothers who's striving to, with perfection, living with Christ in their life. There's no other way I can explain it without the goodness of God. Appreciate it, sir. You have one minute thank remaining. You. Anything else y'all like to ask me? Uh, no, we'll just, we'll just wait for next time. Okay. But it, I thank God for talking to y'all. Uh, I ain't never had a visit. Dr. Jesus still been here. I, ain't, I don't know if my mama did or living, but I still trust God. I got to simply walk by faith and trust and confidence, boldness, courage. And for 26 years, I've been up in that word. And, they ain't seen nobody uh, letting the Holy Ghost take full control of them when they do hit the ground, when they do tell me, pack my stuff in the name of Jesus. It's time for you to go and let the Holy Spirit shine through you and speak through you and to tell the world and turn the world upside down for Jesus. Welcome back, people. <laughs> <laughs> Where that random bird come from? <laughs> right. And it's like as soon as we hit record. <laughs> like, where are you? Like, are you in the house or outside the house? Yo, we had a bird in the warehouse and I was scared. We used to get birds at Belk every now and again. Oh, thank you. What if they like shit on you or something? Even though exactly. some people say it's good luck, but then again, it's species. That's nasty. Miss bird feces at that. Like, what do they even eat? Everything. Worms. <laughs> Ew. But well, what do we eat sometimes? Like, people eat chitlins. Yeah, some people. That's nasty. I'm like, not when one you of eat those. food like that, do your shit be stinking like mad? Ugh, like oxtails. I and mean, how does. Neck bones and. I guess what I wonder is how much digestion requires to. 
eat somebody's intestines. That for intestines to digest intestines. Right. If you know the answer to that question, <laughs> <laughs> email us. <laughs> All right. So, question for you. Do you feel like you should tell your partner your whereabouts all the time? Yeah. I, I do. I do it now. Sometimes. I oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, I don't always tell you. You no. sleep a lot. I don't. <laughs> okay. Your ass just be sleeping. Okay. And when I be sleeping. And if you're not sleeping, you working. Mhm. So I don't be knowing when it's a good time to call you and what to tell you, but um, it's supposed to be just as simple as sending a text. You are really good about that. You are really good about that. Cause I be getting these texts from you at two o'clock in the morning, like I made it home. And I'm I made like, it Bitch, home. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleep. <laughs> yeah, but then what's gonna happen? But the times that I forget. Oh, yeah, you, you be get, on my oh, ass. Yeah, you get cursed out. You get cursed mm-hmm. out. But uh, oh, this is gonna sound. It was gonna sound so harsh because <laughs> I was gonna say in my love life, <laughs> I'm really good at that. <laughs> well, fuck you too, then, <laughs> bitch. No, you know, but no, I, I, I don't discuss everything with you. That's what you think. Honestly, I feel like in our relationship, there's been a shift. Okay. And I think what kind of shift? <laughs> Do it come with some differential? <laughs> it's really, really weird because, like, seven years ago, we were like, when, when did, when did you notice the shift? Recently, like, recently in the last couple of weeks, or the last year, the last few months, like, maybe the last few months. Okay, so tell me about this shift. You're so busy. I feel like you're too busy for me. What? Yeah. No. I don't even be busy, Look, though. We, we sitting here have a whole psychiatry session. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like, yeah, like you, you, you got like so much to do. Well, these last couple of weeks, only because Christian was here. And, and I was trying to squeeze him in. I get jealous. In. I do get jealous. Like, when you be hanging out with other people, I be jealous as a bitch. I be mad. I be home in my bed, mad as shit. Oh, I'm going to say my mama bed. I be mad, yo. I'm going to tell you a story. I had these two friends, right? And one of them was a dyke. Another one was, wasn't. Okay. And um, they had grown up together. Okay. Right? But the girl, we just going to say Cassie and Tamika. Cassie was the dyke. Tamika was the best friend. Tamika didn't know that Cassie was the dyke. Right. Okay. So, okay. I'm sorry because I forgot someone told me today that dyke is offensive. So, I'm mm. going to say gay. Or lesbian. She actually said she preferred to be called gay. That lesbian is offensive some kind of way, too. I don't know. I'm just saying. But, right. Lesbian, right. gay. Whatever isn't offensive to you, that's the word I'm using. Okay. <laughs> no, cool, cool, cool. Continue. So, I mean, they, they hadn't known each other like 25 years. Mm. Well, finally it came to the point where what name did I use Cassie yeah but I don't know which one is so which. Cassie was the dyke and Tamika was the best friend so it came to the point where Cassie wanted to tell them Tamika 
So okay. she was like, can you be there while I tell her? Right? Okay. So, you know, she took a long time. It took like an hour for her to finally get it out. And she told her. Okay. And Tamika's response was, so you mean to tell me? <laughs> for 25 years. Uh-oh. You like women. <laughs> so all those times <laughs> that you saw me naked. You were gay. All those times I asked you to zipper up my dress, you were gay. All those times you undid my bra, you was gay. When I asked you to take my boobs together, you was gay. So Cassie, you know, is nervous. And she says, yeah. You know what Tamika's response was? Uh-huh. Well, bitch, why you ain't never hit on me? Weak. That's how I feel about you. What? Huh? It's like you do all these cool things with all these other people, and it's like, why you can't do that with me? What cool things with other people? Just everything. You went and did painted a little wood board or whatever. I want to paint wood. You want to paint wood? We can go paint wood. But I don't want it now. You done done it with someone else. Well, it was something with my co-workers that they were having like a little thing. It doesn't matter. I still should have been invited. No, I couldn't invite people. It was just for us co-workers. Hmm. Well, there's other situations that you go and you do things. And it was like, damn, I wanted to go out. I guess I just stay home. My thing is is that um, closed mouths don't get fed. So if you want to go out, you should say something. No, because then I feel like I'm like, like... Forcing myself on you. <laughs> you know? Like, okay. So we're still on that right now. Okay. <laughs> but I feel like we did, more, we used to do more and like hang out and like do stuff and just like lay in bed together and like right. watch TV. And then you were going through a period of time where you weren't feeling good. Right. And things weren't good, and you were getting chemos and stuff, right. and then things weren't good, and you didn't want to go nowhere, and then COVID, and then you didn't want to go nowhere, then you didn't want to go nowhere, and then COVID still, and I don't want to go nowhere. And now I understand that you want to start going places, and I'm okay with that, and I will adjust accordingly. I don't know if I believe you. <laughs> I feel like it's too late now. I feel like you have all these replacements. I only have replacements because I don't be having nothing else to do. <laughs> I feel like you got a whole like, and it ain't even look, like you got a whole plethora. I know, and I'm like, what if <laughs> a replacement? I'm like, who I be hanging with for real? I barely even do anything. I like staying in my house, but if somebody want to come over and watch a movie or something, I'm not opposed to it. But other than that, shit. And then the guy's so used to like hanging out with my mom now that it's like, but that's my best friend right now. <laughs> Me and mom be kicking it, yo. We watching our shows. Just be hanging out. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. I do think that to be a good partner in a relationship, you should inform your partner of everything. Everything that you do. Now, see, I, well, see, I agree. But sometimes I'd be like, but people honestly, feel like it just depends. P- so yeah, people okay. do feel like that's controlling, but I don't really think it's controlling. So is it a difference between you telling him and him asking you? Like, does that make it worse? It it's worse. It's worse when it when they have to ask. 
that they have to ask or that they ask. Well, like, I mean, does that, like, upset you? Like, if they ask? Um, it depends on in the manner. Because I, I guess w- when you're saying, like, it's worse if they have to ask, are you saying, like... No, I mean, if, if they, they have ask. To ask if because they ask. I didn't tell them or... Yeah. But if they ask, it's a bad thing. Like, I mean, okay, okay, I got you. What I'm saying is, is that uh, how do I want to say this? Hopefully, we'll the work. fact that <laughs> <laughs> like if Boo going out or Boo going somewhere, the fact that I don't already offer up that information. It's going to be like, why she ain't already tell me what, where she was going? And then it already comes off as you having something. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So there's this, you know, almost stipulation there that, um, you know, I'm going to already give you this information that, so that you don't have to ask. But I don't know. Maybe everybody, you know, and everybody thinks different. Because, you know what? You were right the other night. When you was like, you know what, maybe he just, my brother, when you was like, you know, you know, you pretty much told me to kind of stick with it because maybe he wasn't trying to come off kind of like he was coming off. Because then I was, when I did tell him that I wanted to, I said, well, this is my, you know, basically this is my time, you know, line right now. He was like, oh, okay, so you want to do six. And I was like, like 630. He was like, okay. And I was like, oh. Okay. It's that easy sometimes. It is that easy. It is. It is just that easy. Just to say a few words and All right. And that be that. So yeah. Um wait, did I answer the question? Um, I don't think so. Sure. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we was talking about whether it's like I don't know. I think it's it's your responsibility when you're in a relationship <clears throat> to tell somebody, "Yo, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm gonna do this. Oh, I'm gonna be late. Oh, I'm working late." Yeah. Honestly, I mean, you can. And then, well, you see, you have these people out here that even though they give you all the information, you know what I'm saying? The other person be like, "Well, you said that that you was at such and such that other time, but you went down and weren't where you were at, or you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that." And then. Of course, it's like, well, why offer up the information at all? It gets to that point. Well, I guess, you know, but if you lied in a relationship, then that should be the response that you... That you've earned, right. pretty much, yeah. You know, if, if everything I tell you is the truth... Right. Then that then situation I, yeah. never, should never come up. Yep. So then, um... What was it? What was I about to say? Mm. I don't know either, because I forgot... Oh, but yeah, and that's just something that I do. Like, okay, I'm going here, but I, it's like kind of like a plan thing. Okay, look, listen, if you, I don't know what you was planning on doing, but this is what I got going on, or I want, um, you know, for safety purposes. Like, hold on. Suppose you, you know, what I'm saying, suppose you've been in the ditch somewhere and don't nobody know where you've been at. Right, 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 right. You know right. what I'm saying. You need to be able to. (laughs) I have. Have you? I'm going to tell you I have. So, listen, if you ever come around my family and they tell you the story, 
it always comes up when we're driving and somebody's new around they always got to bring the story up so because tara my mom was trying to teach tara how to drive and you know back of hollywood where the train tracks go that back street where the log company or whatever used to be or whatever you know that curve you know how that there's a ditch that kind of goes along the um all the train tracks gotcha well it used to be deeper than that yo somehow Tara ended up in this ditch and when I say I raised hell I just knew that bitch was gonna blow up I was like y'all got to get me out this car now <laughs> that's what I all okay you know what though I was conditioned from TV because every time like a truck or a car go in the ditch that shit blow up so I thought that was gonna happen right I was scared. That's I was hard. like, I had a whole, like, y'all got to get me out of here. This Y'all got to get me out. I was scared. You know Bethlehem? Mm. The street right around there? No. Okay. Because me and Pam have a story, too, where, like, we used to steal a car when we was younger. Okay. And we used to save our little cookie money, right, and go to the gas station and get 75 cent and pump one. <laughs> and it'd be like a quarter tank of gas. Yeah, a quarter tank, right? <laughs> right, but so we was at Toy's house, and Toy lived, lived like on Bethlehem Street. But it's so basically, it had like a huge curve, like it was almost a turn. Mm. How big the curve was? Oh, okay. And we were going, and Pam was like, "Let me try," and I was like, "All right." So she decided to take the curve, doing like sixty. Oh. All I know is we ended up in some of the yard, <laughs> and she's still stepping on the gas. I had to like climb across her and put my foot on the brake to stop the motherfucking car for the police came because first of all the front license plate different than the back license plate because <laughs> <laughs> okay. we just do shit like that mm-hmm. yes. yes and we're gonna leave you with that story <laughs> but before we go uh, earlier you heard an interview from someone who was incarcerated mm-hmm. goes by the name of preacher man mm-hmm um, he basically made a comment about how he was convicted of rape, falsely convicted. Whether that is true or not, just remember that AGE Prison Talk does not condone violence, criminal activity, rape, <laughs> stabbing people, robbing people. We don't condone any None of, of that. that. However, we are the People's Podcast. So we are an open format for anybody to be able to tell their story mm-hmm. so just because he told his story and i don't think he went much into it he's actually they call him preacher man because he's really big into the church now mm-hmm. he feels like even though he was falsely convicted prison saved his life okay you know of course now he wants to go home he's been locked up a long time and he's older um whether his story is true or not we don't know but this podcast is open up to anybody who feels like they have a story to tell yep so just because you hear it doesn't mean we accept it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's true doesn't mean that we condone it yeah we're just saying we are an open format for all people so thank you for listening to the people's podcast people's podcast and we will see you wednesday wednesday guys all right deuces bye